Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter. It's at Nick Gieber. It's not too difficult. Come on, even you can figure that one out. All right, I didn't mean to be demeaning. Pardon me. It's at Nick Gieber. Look, today, it's Thursday, December the 12th. Why is today important? Well, I'd like to wish everybody out there a very happy Turkmenistan Neutrality Day. I know it's being celebrated the world over, but that is the holiday today. And in celebration of Turkmenistan Neutrality Day, we are indeed going to have a lot of free picks for you just to celebrate this wonderful day. Coming up, Craig El Huapo Trap will join me. We're going to talk a little college basketball as well as Thursday night football. And I would read the games for you. Okay, I'll do it anyway. We're going to do Austin P at West Virginia. By the way, we'll talk about that one in a minute. Iowa at Iowa State. Thursday night football, of course, the Jets and the Ravens. Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus will be right next to me for the next segment, and we're going to cover some NBA. We're going to talk about Dallas-Detroit, the Cavs at the Spurs, the Sixers at Celtics, and Blazers at Nuggets. And we're going to top it all off with uh, Duffy, Sean, the Duff man Duffy, for some NFL football. Jags at Raiders, Texans at Titans. And see if I can figure the other ones out. Colts at Saints. All right, we'll do that one. And one more. Okay, Seahawks at Panthers. There you go. Those are the NFL games we're going to cover for you today. Look, as always, we've got a lot of picks on our website, picksandparlays.net. And you can go and you can get the free picks and you can be happy and you can go make your bets and everything's great. But when you're ready to kick it up a notch and get the next level of sports betting information, you're going to want to go and sign up for our expert picks. And you can do that very simply. Go to the site. You'll see any one of our 35 handicappers right there for you. And right now, special holiday offer just for you because we are feeling in a giving mood because it is the season of giving and generosity. We have decided to give you 15% off everything you might pick up at picksandparlays.net. So load that shopping cart full of sports picks goodies and you can have 15% off. Use promo code GIFT. That's GIFT, G-I-F-T, 15% off. All right, we'd love to hear from you during the show. You can do that by finding us on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, hashtag us, Parlay Radio. Put your comment in the comment section. We'll see it here in the studio, and we will discuss it on the air and uh, try to keep it not too rude. Okay, all right, I'm going to take a break. Be right back with Craig El Huapo Trap. We're going to talk some college basketball and Thursday night football. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. By the way, I'd like to clarify something. The last segment today will be with Joe, the Duffman Duffy. Not Sean Duffy, but it could be Sean Puffy Duffy. You never know. But anyway, it will be Joe Duffy, last segment, NFL. This segment, though, as promised, I'm going to bring in Craig L. Wabo Trap, and we're going to talk a little college basketball and some Thursday night football. Uh, Sean. 
<laughs> Craig. Everybody's got a different name. I, I don't know. We're doing well today. Well, welcome to the show, Craig. Uh, we've got uh, three games to talk about today. Uh, two in college basketball and, of course, Thursday night football. Why don't we start at the uh, state of my ex-wife? Iowa at Iowa State. That's a good thing or no? <laughs> okay. That's neither one, actually. It's, indif but, it's indifferent. We'll yes, say this. It's indifferent. indifferent. Yeah, but but either go. way, Iowa, Iowa State, the Hawkeyes, seven and three, six and four against the spread coming off a loss, 75-52 to Minnesota. They're one and one on the road. They're three and seven in this matchup in the last ten. And they're under in five of the last seven. And for the Cyclones, they're six and three, five and four against the spread on a two-game winning streak, most recently recording. A 76-66 victory over Seton Hall. They're perfect, Craig. 5-0 and at home. The total's gone over in 10 of the last 11 uh, games versus Iowa. The Cyclones are the four-point favorites here. They are at home. Total 158. Uh, tell me how you see it, El Guapo. Well, Iowa actually won their uh, last game against Wisconsin. Be, uh, had lost on the road at Michigan to open the Big Ten season. Really high-scoring affair on that one. Uh, this Iowa team, though, is, is a different team at home uh, than they are on the road. Uh, they're 6-4 and four against the spread uh, overall. Ohio State's 5-4 and four against the spread overall. So both of these teams are not great against the spread. Did you say Ohio? Uh, Ohio or Iowa? Oh, Ohio. It's, it's, it's an interesting. It's, I like Ohio. Hey, it, it was an early morning to get to <laughs> Vegas today, and maybe my mouth is a little. Uh, but the underdog in this series has been money. 5-0-1 oh, against the spread in this series, the battle of the corn. Uh, here, Iowa at Iowa State. So I think you have to lean towards Iowa here getting uh, four points. And what I think is, as far as the matchups are, as far as, you know, player to player, as far as talent, I think it's a pretty even matchup. And then usually, you know, uh, a, you're getting about usually three, three and a half for a home team. So you're basically saying, if this was on neutral site, this would be a coin flip game. So give me the coin flip type game. Give me the points. And you got that underdog uh, streak, like I said, 5 0 oh, 1 against the spread the last six head-to-head matchups. Also think the over is a strong play. I know this is a, a high over here at 157.5 or 158, depending on where you get it at. But I think this one's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Like I said, Iowa, when they played Michigan two games back, scored a bunch and gave up a bunch. So I think that's a similar type game here. All right, uh, next up, this is one of my favorites. Allow me to say this. It's Austin P at West Virginia. Now, quite honestly, I, I, I'll just put it out there. I had to look up Austin P because... I actually thought Austin P was a 1960s English sports car. Darling, do take the Austin P to be repaired. And the funny thing is, uh, do take the Austin P to the garden party, would you, darling? The, they'll call the governors. And, of course, if you have an Austin P, I believe the governor goes bad in those cars quite a lot. But nevertheless, Austin P are at West Virginia where they're going to be dancing with rattlesnakes because Austin P, 4-4, four 5-2 and four, five and two against the spread, coming off a 90-83 win at home against mighty northern florida north florida huge to, uh, their own four winless on the road is this but here's a question for you craig this i think is the first time these two teams have ever met well i mean that's probably the case but it doesn't really matter because austin p probably doesn't play to the big boys as often unless it's early in the year like it is in this one uh you know you, you know what they say about austin p it's one right after austin o and one right before austin q and where's austin powers well, when you need leave him leave in the comments groovy if you know, baby if you even know what state austin p we, i we, do they're in tennessee i know you looked it up but i thought it was i thought it was maybe texas you know if you just said what state you get a hundred thousand dollars i would have been wrong uh but when you look at this game uh, west virginia big favorite here obviously deserving favorite they're very good at home uh, but this year they haven't been good covering 
um, winning in large margins. They've only won one game by more than 15 points so far this year. So if you if you just take that into account, you're getting 15 and a half. You have to take Austin P. I think in this one, getting all the points. Of course, if you don't know, huge UC fan, Bearcats and Bob Huggins, of course, spent a lot of time uh, in Cincinnati. I actually worked for him in the summers while I was in college. So I love Bob Huggins. I love West Virginia ever since he's went there. But He's not been the greatest covering these really big numbers historically. So I'm going to take Austin P getting all the points, even though I do think West Virginia wins pretty easily. Yeah, and I understand from what I've said, I already, uh, I'm actually, I'm on some uh, hit list uh, from the Austin P Alumni Association. <laughs> well, I, I'm scared all two of you are going to come after me. Okay, all right, next up. Let's see what we have. Thursday night football, the Jets and the Ravens. Well, the Jets 5 and 8, 5 and 8 against the spread coming off a last minute game winning field goal to beat the Dolphins 2021. They started 1 and 7, they're now 4 and 1 over the last 5. Uh, could this be uh, the Jets though have only played 3 teams with a winning record this season? I believe the answer to that is yes, it could be. It's a short week though with injuries. It's not good for the Jets fans looking at that. The Ravens, what can you say about this team? They're 11 and 2, 7 5 and 1 against the spread. The first time the Ravens have been home favorites of 14 or more points since 2014 uh, on a nine-game winning streak. The last coming off the Bills, 24-17. Uh, big, big favorites, 14 and a half points, total 45. Austin P. this one. <laughs> well, the Ravens obviously deserve this. I mean, they deserve to be this big a favorite. But, man, everybody in the world is going to be on the, the Ravens the way they've played lately on the wrong winning streak against a Jets team that has not been good. Remember, this is the same Jets team that lost to an 0-11 Bengals team, yep. an 0-8 Dolphins team. I just think everybody's going to be on, on one side when that's the case. Usually the books come in pretty handily, and I think the Jets covered this big number. I think this is a dominating win by the Ravens, but remember, short week, Lamar Jackson's banged up. Are you going to be running him late in the game if you're up two touchdowns? No, no, no. You know, if he's anywhere to be found, exactly. you must give him the day off. They might, they might have the backup. Uh, RG three might, yep. be, might, might get the call here late in this game. Um, and they're only two and four against the spread at home this year. And you know, one of those wins was against you know the Patriots. So I mean, they've had some not really nice wins, but a lot of times when these big spreads have been coming out, they have not been covering. And like you said, this is one of the largest spreads they've ever had um, in the last ten years. So. I just think you take the Jets here. I also think the under's a strong play. Same reason I think the Jets um, do, do enough on defense, and the Ravens don't really want to expose anybody to injuries. They just like to get this season over with, get to the playoffs with the number one seed, and try to get Lamar Jackson back healthy. So I'd take the under. Also think the Jets is a little bit stronger play uh, at the 16. I even think this might this line might go to 16 and a half. That's yeah. how much steam I have heard in town here in Vegas how much is on this Ravens team right now. Oh, everyone's loving the Ravens. But, you know, they are cruising at this point. And the Jets aren't really going to, de despite, the, despite the record, I mean, we discussed that. It's, it's a little bit deceiving with, yep. with, with the Jets. I mean, uh, you, you're right. The Ravens aren't looking at this. They're at home. They're looking at this saying, you know, we don't, just as long as we don't slip right. up here. So the key uh, is when you have these short week games, that's it's, right. it's a positive because you, if you get through this game and they win, which they should, then you get that extra three days rest over your next opponent. Um, and they need that with Lamar Jackson uh, being uh, not 100% here. So I think they get through this two or three quarters. I wouldn't doubt that even if he stays in the game. Though? I don't think so. I don't think so I just either. think the Jets. I think the Jets are, are – yeah. I see this as like a 20-7 to 7 type game. I think so too. Yeah. Where it will be completely one-sided, the Ravens, but they just don't. 
don't cover. I mean, what are the Jets playing for here? They're not playing for much of anything. They're and five really, and eight. They're not in contention. Really, for the Ravens aren't either. They've, right. they've already locked up their division. Exactly. Um, they could even lose probably two of their last games, and they're going to end up with either the one or the two seed most likely. So now, I think if they there were promotion game. and relegation in the NFL, maybe the Jets <laughs> would be playing for something. Well, you know, every guy is. Every player in the NFL is playing for something. It's a job next year because every team, even your own team, is scouting, um, and, and every team in the NFL is looking for players for the next year because some of these guys are going to be free agents. So I think the Jets play a little better than what this, this line suggests, and so we're going to take the Jets and all the points here. All right. That's a good pick there, Craig Trapp. Always a pleasure. By the way, you can find Craig's picks and lots of them uh, on the website picksandparlays.net. And right now, if you want Craig's picks or Chip Chirimbus's picks or Joe, Sean, Puffy, Duffy, Duffy, Shuffy's picks, you can get them. Load up the cart, 15% off, promo code GIFT. Uh, Lane Eternal Master says Jets to play to the level of their competition as on display last night. Well, it's very possible, Lane, but uh, I do agree with uh, Craig. Uh, I think it's going to be lower scoring than one might think. Lower than 45. Yeah, lower than 45 for sure. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more coming up. It's chicken dinner time. Chip Chirimbus right after the break. NBA. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber. That's right, folks. NBA. We're going to be giving you some free NBA picks right now. Now, I thought about it, who to have on the show, which handicapper to invite in. And one of my good friends, Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus, has agreed to come on and talk a little NBA action for us. So welcome to the show, Chip. Great to have you here, as Thanks, always. Nick. Are you ready to talk NBA today? Absolutely. You know what NBA stands for, Nick? Nothing but action. No- we're ready oh, to really? go tonight. Okay. we got four big games Thursday night, and we're going to review them all right and here. do you know what MLS stands for? Um, oh, my Major goodness. League Slavery. Okay. okay. I, 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 I knew it was something. Uh, That's right. All right, color. are you ready? So we, yes. we, we've got four games. We've curated them. We spent a long okay. time, Chip, going through this, rub, r- rubbing our beards. Well, you don't have one, but uh, I did. To, to get the best... shave yet. That's true. <laughs> to get the absolute <laughs> best games we can for you. Why don't we start with the uh, Mavericks at the Pistons? Well, there's a, um, you know, well, this oh, Dallas oh, team oh, has turned around. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. Give me just, some info. You, you, you like to cut me off on my preamble, Chirinus. Go ahead. Do it. I mean, you know. Do it. I don't I like to do it. I have to do it. I feel a need to do it. You know, I mean, it's I, necessary. I, I, I really do. Go ahead. Give, okay. me, give um, me an intro to this. Hold on a second. So, okay. Dallas, 16-7, right. 14-9 against the spread. You see, you wouldn't have known that if I didn't tell you this. Okay. All right. Maybe <laughs> not. A 1-6-1-10 loss to the Kings snapped a healthy Five-game winning streak they were on there. Eight and two away, eight and two against the spread away. DeLon Wright is a question mark for this game. They're the third highest scoring team in the league, though, against the Pistons uh, on a two-game win streak. Also coming off a loss, though. Uh, pardon me, a win, 105 to 103. Right. By the way, Randy Roberts says uh, he likes it. The Ravens just need a win, nothing to gain. Right. Three-score beatdown. Completely sure. agree with you, Randy. They're going to show professionalism. Uh, they're going to show game professionalism. They're going to going to they're going to ma- manage that game properly. Not take any stupid injuries. They don't need to run up the score. All right, let's get back Go to ahead. the Pistons though. NBA uh, seven five at home, seven five against the spread. Also, uh, total has gone over in four of the last six games for the Pistons. Dallas five point road favorites on this one. Not a big surprise actually. Two hundred and twenty and a half points is the total. Right. Chicken dinner. Let's uh, let's well, you give know, us a winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Big, big turnaround for the Mavericks this year compared to what they had last year, and you know. 
Porzingis coming to them and, and Donick, uh, this team, 16-7, and seven, like I said, they've been favored in their last nine games, and they've covered eight times, Nick. And Detroit has been the model of inconsistency mm. um, between having um, Blake back, and this is the first meeting between these two this year. And though D um, Dallas has been, like you said, third third highest scoring yeah. team in the NBA, and I, I don't see Detroit playing a lot of defense or 10-14, and 14, kind of floundering. You know, last year they were a little bit better. They made it to the playoffs, though they got swept in the first round. But they're 1-5 at home, Nick, against teams with w winning percentages. With, so mm -hmm. if you come in there and you're, you're a, a decent club, they're only 1-5 and they're 0-4 against these teams in the last four that they played. But I think, Nick, with Drummond and the way that um, the Dallas Mavericks move the ball continuously up the court and the Pistons are going to have to run to keep up with them, I think going over 220 is the way to go, 220 and a half. I'm going to say the number. over, right. And, of course, right. as we mentioned with the Pistons, the total has gone over in four of the last six for them. So. Uh, they, it's, it's just that they... You know, today's NBA, Nick, there aren't too many teams playing defense. The better teams will play against other better teams. Yeah, sure. But even they take the night off against weaker teams playing defense. Speaking of taking the night off, yeah. we don't get to. All right, okay. next up, Cavs at Spurs. Oh. Now, I know we're waiting on some lines on this one. If well, I'm I'll tell you something. Oh, if they you, had have, lines, you have something? No, but if even they had lines in this, on this game, I don't know if it would even matter. I mean, Cleveland played tough Wednesday night yeah. against Houston. They kept it really close. 5-18, and 18, now 5-19 and 19 on the year, 2-4. and Ten on the road, but but they, they Kevin just Love is out for this game, by the way, and yeah. also uh, they rank right at the bottom of the league in the bottom third for scoring field goal Absolutely. percentages, three point percentages, rebounds. In other words, the Cavaliers, El Huapo trap, suck. They do. They're terrible. Uh, the Spurs, on the other hand, they suck less. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think you know you can't say they're good because they're not. They're not. A nine and fourteen, six seventeen against the spread. They won. They did win the last two in a row. Uh, that came off, uh, but that came off a 105-104 win uh, against the Kings was the last game for them. They're seven and six at home. They're six and seventeen against the spread. Lamarcus Aldridge not playing, and neither am I. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know if we're going to play this game. It's certainly Cleveland um, has difficulty giving you a good, a good showing. I mean, last night they came up big against against Houston. Um, San Antonio's won last six in the series between these two, Nick, and they've covered five of those six. And this is a different San Antonio team than we've seen in the past. You know, they've dominated the NBA and they dominated at home, particularly against the point spread. Last year, they came to get back to the pack, and even more so now, they're under 500, five games under 500. Doesn't look like the Spurs are going to make the playoffs, but they may want to take advantage of a team like Cleveland that put a great effort out on Wednesday. Get a win over a team that they can beat up. I don't know. It's kind of early to say they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs if you watch them play. Well, I agree. They suck. But, I mean, <laughs> lots could happen. And, you know, there's still about 780 they more games. They don't have the firepower, Nick. The they're not going anywhere. I agree. They're not great. But, no. you know, there could be other teams that are worse, by the way. Yeah, there are many teams I worse. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to cover any of them. We will. Uh, we, we will. But not maybe, maybe not this segment. Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, Sixers at Celtics, oh, and neither man. of these teams would fall into that category, no. trust me. The Sixers, 18-7, and 11-3-1 against the spread on a three-game win streak right now. Most recently, a 97-92 to win over the Nuggets. They're 5-7 and seven on the road, 0-4 uh, as a dog, and 4-7-1 against the spread away. Uh, the Celtics, uh, they are 17-5. and five. Wow. 14-6-2 uh, right. against the spread. They're on a four-game win streak right now. Last outing, 110-88 win over the Cavs. They're 10-0, a perfect 10-0 at home. And uh, Marcus Smart, though, question mark for this one. Uh, the Celtics, only one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Total 210 points. 
This should be a great game to watch, as well as maybe a decent it's, one to bet on. This is a great game, and it's a great matchup between two of the top teams in the East. They've been battling it all year. They'll battle at the end. Season opener in Philadelphia. Philadelphia handles the Celtics easily. They win 107-93. They cover the spread. So Boston may have a measure of revenge on their mind here at home where they are 10-0. Yep. But the Celtics are coming off a Wednesday night game. They're playing the second of back-to-backs here. They're playing at Indiana on Wednesday night. They've gone, they've covered eight of the last nine prior to that. Like you said, they've won their last four in a row. But, you know, this Philadelphia team, there's so many different um, say problems with them. You have Simmons who doesn't shoot. He's a 6'10 guard that doesn't shoot threes. And Embiid just loves the attention. This guy is as dominant as any player in the league when he wants to be. Mm-hmm. But the Sixers are 1-5 on the road at Boston. Excuse me, 1-6. 1-5 on the road in their last six. And, Nick, they've lost the last five times at Boston. Boston have a measure of revenge waiting here. But, Nick, they're only one-and-a-half-point favorites. We're talking about a yeah. team that's got one of the best records in I, the league. I'm surprised, uh, uh, quite frankly. Right? I'm that's surprised that Boston uh, only a one and uh, And what they're and telling me here is that Embiid's going to show up. Oh, yes. even though 76 is only 5-7 and seven on the road, I won't be surprised at all if Philly gives them all they can handle. And especially because there's a little controversy today where they said uh, Embiid isn't even one of the top five players in the league, and he took exception to that. And he should. You know, he is really tough when he plays. And uh, I think he's coming to play here, and I think the line is you telling us. You can't be a top five player in the league and it, play in the East, though. You know yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, this isn't the football where the East is the least. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is NBA basketball, but right now the East is pretty strong with Boston. Oh, come on, with the West, it's but you know that. Well, you know, we do the best we can. Are we going to get into an East Coast, West Coast thing here, Jerimbus? I don't think so. so. I think we should get if into it. so, a, we should bring in, you know, we should bring in uh, Higgy Smalls. No, and, this, uh, is, this can, is a great matchup, We can though. just throw down, okay? This is a game worth going to see, Nick. I mean, there are a lot of games out there that, where they're just going through the motions yeah. and run up the court. This is a game you want to see, like we said, and be, All will right, be there. Let's go east to west, shall we? Blazers at Nuggets up next. We uh, have enough time for this one, I right. believe. Uh, Portland, 10-15, and 11-3-1 against the spread. Beat the Knicks 115-87 on Tuesday. They're 5-9 and nine away, 7-7 seven and seven against the spread on the road. Uh, Nurkic, Collins, and now Rodney Hood out Total has gone under in six of the last nine for the uh, for Portland. The Denver Nuggets, 14-8, and 10-11-1 against the spread. They lost three in a row, most recently 92-97, lost to Philly. 8-3 at home, 5-6 and six against the spread. Paul Mislap, Johnny Murray, uh, Jamal Murray out. They're under in six of the last seven. Um, m- make this a winner-winner chicken dinner Okay, well, me. what I see here is this sure is a Denver is. club that was on the road. They won, they've lost three of the four on the road, and the one team they beat was the New York Knicks. Hurrah. Who doesn't well, beat the Knicks? Beat That's the what Knicks. I'm saying. Yeah. So, so they've gone one and six in the, against the number. My elementary school basketball team just played the Knicks today and well, beat them. Well, they take better sh- shot selection, I'm sure, and probably rebound And they were better, better sports about it, too, <laughs> the elementary school kids. Yeah. You know, Denver's already beaten Portland um, this year, 108-100 at Portland earlier in the year. And um, Carmelo Anthony's come to the Trailblazers. What is he at? I don't think he has anything. I think the Trailblazers know that they're shot this year. They gave it the best thing they could last year, and I think at 10 and 15, they're just not going anywhere, and they know it. And that's one of the reasons they picked up Carmelo Anthony just for show, yeah, yeah. Uh, player of the week. You know, he doesn't certainly didn't want to pick up Carmelo Anthony after I projectile vomited all over. Well, him. you know, I, he's sometimes his shots look like projectile vomits, <laughs> and he takes he doesn't always take the best shots in the in the world, but. Um, I think your best shot Thursday night is not so much this NBA, but Chip Terimis' NFL Thursday night winner. Uh, we will be talking uh, Jets at Ravens, I imagine. Yeah, we are. And, you know, um, we're documented 9-3 and three on Thursday nights in the NFL, Nick. That's 75%. 
Yep. I gave you the Bears last week over Dallas, over Dallas, an easy winner. We had no problem there. Whether it's easy or it's not, it's a winner. Play the points. Give me a call. It's lined up right now, Ravens and Jets, on picksandparleys.net. All right, so picksandparleys.net is the place you need to go to to find all the free picks for you. And when you are ready, when you're ready to get that extra sporting intelligence, because, look, you can bet. Anyone can go bet on anything they want. But if you want to be a winner, you've got to have the best intelligence you can. Get the best information. You're going to do that with our expert picks, which you're going to find on the site, picksandparleys.net. Go in. We've got a special offer for you in celebration of the holidays. Think of me as Santa Nick today. 15% off everything you put in your cart. And if you, if you, I'll tell you what, buy an extra Chip Chirimbus package and he will come visit you in your house Absolutely. dressed as Santa Claus, I'll come as wearing Saint nothing but a Euro thumb. I'll come as now, Saint I know Nick. that is exciting for everybody out there. <laughs> Promo code GIFT, 15% off everything on the site, picks and parlays, right, Chip? Well, if you come over, you'd be Saint Nick. And you don't have to be Santa. As long as you're not wearing a Euro thong. No, 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 no. I go naked. I don't oh, wear it at all. God. I don't wear it at all. Oh, please. I just, it it has right. to do with my background and my education. Yeah, you do have a master's in uh, human sexuality. We do. Which human did you look at for that? Okay, look, we're going to break. I'll be right back with Joe, Sean, Puffy, Daddy, Diddy, Daddy. I don't know. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Fixing parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Pacific, 1, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific. That's when the radio show goes. And, of course, we stream live throughout the day as well on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Well, I want to thank everyone so far. We've had uh, uh, Craig El Huapo Trap. We've had Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus. And up next, Joe the Duff Man Duffy, who we're now going to call Sean Diddy Duffy Dooney Duffy. I don't know. Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you, Cecil. And a very happy National Dingling Day to you. No, it was Turkmenistan Neutrality Day today, and I'm going to drive my Austin P down to the Turkmenistan Embassy and wish them a happy Turkmenistan Neutrality Day. Yeah, I don't like multi-syllabic days, but, you know, I'll celebrate it anyway. Well, good. Uh, look, let's celebrate with some NFL football picks, shall we? The season is grinding or winding down to a, uh, a conclusion. Uh, there are winners, losers, and, and teams that probably wish they hadn't shown up this season at all. But we have four that we have curated for our viewers and listeners. And by the way, we love to hear from you, our viewers and listeners. All you have to do is go to our social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, fill out the comment section. We'll see it here on the screen, as a number of people have done already, and we'll comment on the show or read it out. All right, Duffman, why don't we start with the Jaguars at Raiders. Uh, the Jaguars 4-9. By the way, the, let me just digress here for a brief second. The new Raiders stadium here in Las Vegas is looking fantastic. I want to point that out. I can't afford to go, but it is looking great. All right, Jags 4-9, 5-8 against the spread. They lost five in a row most recently. I'll learn how to talk at some point. Most recent loss was a 45-10 loss to the Chargers. Gardner Minshew's return uh, didn't make too much of a difference, uh, let's be honest about it. They're 0-5 straight up and against the spread. The Raiders 6-7, 6-7 against the spread. Lost three in a row, including a 21-42 blowout loss to the Titans. Uh, they're 5-2 at home, 4-3 against the spread at home. Total's gone over in four of the last five games. 
I'm imagining we've got 45 and a half points here. Raiders, six-point home favorites, which is kind of a big number. I'm just wondering here, are we going to go over 45 and a half? Well, as you mentioned, yeah, the Jaguars, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. Their offense has been pretty uh, offensive, offensive, that is. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. Um, you know, one of the things that happens this time of the year, I hear people say it all the time, I think this team quit. And usually when you hear somebody say that the team quit, that's when you kind of want to bet on them, maybe a little bit of my, uh, you know, contrarian background there. However, what I've discovered and, you know, I, I like to test theories and do it objectively. No, bad teams don't quit at home during uh, late in the year, but they do seem to quit on the road. Road teams off of three straight or more, and in the case of Jaguars, it is or more blowout losses, do actually tank late in the season. They're a fade of 39-9-1. and one. So, of course, that would say to go with the Raiders. However, conversely, uh, big underdogs off consecutive route losses are 120-75-6, and six, but that's all year long, so not so much at the uh, end of the year. But the Raiders definitely want to keep a close eye today, or on Wednesday, I should say, running back Josh Jacobs, limited practice. Uh, he's questionable. He's a key player, 218 yards, uh, uh, 218 carries, I should say, over 1,000 yards rushing, seven touchdowns, 146 receiving yards. So this would definitely effect uh if he's not going to play this line could drop if he does play we could even see it maybe going to a key number i know the odds makers neither offshore or there in vegas like going on a key number they, they like to mess around with juice maybe they would make it you know minus seven and and plus numbers or, or whatever but still all in all yeah in this case i do think the jaguars are in a rare situation where they do seem to be quitting and as i said you know they're going from jacksonville all the way out to the West Coast, yet maybe one other reason that to dismotivate them, I think Oakland's going to crush them. So bad teams never quit at home. This is what you're telling me, Duffy? Yeah, the, well, I'm have not going to say never. Have you been yeah, to they, Goodison Park recently and seen Everton? I'm sorry, what was that? Have you been to Goodison Park recently and seen Everton? Yes. A oh, bad team quit yes, at home. Another. You're wrong, Duffy, you're wrong. Well, I do. There's a different. There's some different um, uh, software that I can do EPL. So I have to look that one up in uh, software. A little bit different than this, but no. The, the the general rule is really bad teams late in the year do tend to quit on the road. They do not quit at home. All right. Well, let's pick up another game, shall we? Let's talk about the Colts visiting New Orleans to play the Saints. The Colts are six and seven, five, six and two against the spread, lost three in a row, most recently a 35-38 loss to Tampa Bay. They're two and four away. The total has gone uh, over in four of the last six for the Colts. And for the Saints, uh, they're coming off a tight 46-48 loss to the Niners, a very disappointing loss to the Saints. Uh, the defense, without Marcus Davenport and Sheldon Rankins, though, so you're gonna, I'm going to ask you in a second how this line has shifted how that, as that news has broken. Uh, the total has gone over in four of the last five, playing the Colts at home for the Saints. Big favorites, obviously home favorites, eight-point favorites, although has that shifted because of these, this injury news? The total, 46. Uh, answer my questions, please, Duffy. Yeah, the, generally, uh, injury news and weather news, especially with the high winds, is going to influence, influence the line even more than uh, big plays. Usually a lot of the people 
wait till a little bit before game time to lay big money. But then again, that's also based on the reports that come out Sunday morning as far as players who are questionable, the, how they're looking in warm-ups, and then certainly when the official activations and deactivations come out. Um, road teams, again, off of a road loss, playing consecutive weeks, are pretty good plays, and that would favor the Colts, uh, 334, 241, and 11. I hesitate because in the NFL and, and the NBA, professional sports, it's been my experience that letdown situations and even look ahead, that's much more prevalent in college sports than it is in pro sports. But, man, if there is any game that's going to take a little bit out of you emotionally and physically, that game against San Francisco last week, a little yeah. bit tough game that, to bounce back from. And it's a rare situation. A team that had 88 or more total points scored in their last game they do go over the following week at 21 and 11. And like I said, I, I think that when you have a game that high scoring, it's generally going to take a lot more out of the defense because it's the defense that's been chasing around the offense. Yeah. When you look at game films, when you have the big plays like you do last week, those offensive linemen, they're not running all the way down the field. They're actually resting when the ball's 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. But all 11 guys on defense are in pursuit. I do think it's going to tend to really wear out the defense than it does the offense and I think that's one of the reasons why teams off of mega high scoring games do go over again the next week so I like this game to go over the total over the total uh what do you remember what the total was for that uh, Saints uh, 49ers I know there was 94 points scored but what was the what was the total of that I yeah I do think the total was was right about this I think it was uh, 47 48 wow. something blew something it along out those lines. it blew out yeah. that over number in a big way uh great game yeah that was All one right. of my rare losers yeah. Oh, no. You. What do you? I'm sorry. I didn't hear. Didn't hear you. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Texans at Titans. Uh, next up, uh, the Texans. Boy, you know they look good and then they don't. It's uh, really odd. I mean, they can look great or they can look like crap. Uh, disappointing loss uh, for them to the Broncos uh, as an eight-point home favorite. Yeah. Uh, while the Titans, on the other hand, destroyed the Raiders. I mean, this was a destruction. Forty-two to twenty-one. Uh, this is uh, the AFC South title on the line here. The Titans won six of the last seven, both straight up and against the spread. They're eight and five. Uh, they're eight and five against the spread also. And they're home favorites, three-point home favorites, with a nice round total of 50 on this one. Uh, Duffman, regress us to the means. Yeah, and there you go. Fantastic segue. And I'm going to piggyback on what you said. The teams are off of a loss of 14 or more points when they were a favorite of eight or more points in that game that they lost. And then they're playing an opponent on a four or more game winning streak are actually 28, 16 and one. That doesn't surprise me because that's has regression in the mean written all over it. That would favor, of course, the Texans. Now, in the case of Ryan Tannehill, I don't really know what to say about it. I was always an anti-Ryan Tannehill guy in Miami, and I thought it was addition by subtraction. Way back when, um, during the summer, I did a video um, with Chelsea, and I said that I thought that Miami, over the win total, was one of the best bets. Now, this is before they did truly tank for two. This is before I, you know, all, they made all those roster moves. I thought there was addition by subtraction, but at the same time, also believe 90% of the game's half a matter. When you have an underachieving quarterback, he changes uniforms, and he got a little humble pie. He was a backup. Maybe he is for real. The Texans, I'm sorry, the, the t Titans are 6-1 and one straight up with him. He's completed 149 out of 203 passes, um, 15 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, a quarterback rating of 118.5, which is better 
than Deshaun Watson's is as much as I don't generally like um, riding the hot hand in the NFL, that is, I don't know. I just I, I just think the Titans, psychologically, they're red hot. And maybe, maybe Tannehill is a late bloomer. So I'm going to go with the Titans. All right, nice one. Uh, last one, three minutes. Seahawks at Panthers. The Seahawks 10-3, 7-6 against the spread, coming off a 12-28 loss to the Rams. They could still pick up first place in the NFC, though. Uh, their first road loss on the season, uh, by the way. Uh, the total has gone over in 13 of the last 20 games. For the Panthers, they've lost five in a row. Uh, they have thrown in the towel for the season, although we can argue this is a home game for them. Their last loss was 20-40 to 40 to the Falcons. Uh, over in the seven of the last nine for the Panthers, uh, the Seahawks. Big road favorites, six-point road favorites, total 48. A couple of minutes. Let's go. All right, yeah, I, I know we're short on time. Again, this is consecutive road games, a road team off of a loss. So they gave that stat already. That does favor Seattle. But, you know, one of my, well, we'll say it, regression of the mean has to do with turnovers. Teams with a much worse turnover ratio. I've explained it on past uh, segments that we've done. They're generally good bets, 538, 407, and 30. That would favor Carolina. Now, we have an anti-splits angle that says fading road teams who have been better on the road than at home um, is actually a good play to fade that uh, trend. It's not going to keep up. So that would favor Carolina, 141, 104, and 11. Uh, West Coast teams traveling East playing at 1 p.m. used to be a big go against, not so much in recent years, but still in week seven or later, it's slumping a little bit, 119, 84, and four, but still. Uh, Seattle is just the much better team, and I think they're going to be fired up off a loss. That's why road teams playing their second straight road game and off of a loss have been good bets. They're generally undervalued. I do think Seattle, despite, you know, the travel, uh, will blow them out here. All right, so you think it's going to be a blowout of the Panthers. Who you are going yeah. to contradict yourself will have given in, will have thrown in the towel at home, even though you said they generally don't. Um, I don't think they're going to throw in the towel. I just think Seattle's uh, going to be a little bit fired up, and they're in a pretty good situation. If anything, maybe a contrarian situation because people hate betting road teams uh, playing consecutive weeks. All right, Joe, Duffman, Duffy, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And you can find, by the way, Joe, what do you have up on the site right now? I do have um, the Army-Navy game is up, and I know we're, I'm about to complete the uh, card for uh, Thursday. Probably not going to have the Thursday Night Football. We're going to have a big basketball portfolio, and I'm going to finish that off as soon as I get done with you. And I already know I have a huge NFL. I'm going to hopefully post those plays shortly, finalizing the NFL. Big NFL week coming up. I will thank you. Duffman, you're done with me now, so go to work. All right, you can find Joe Duffy's picks on the website picksandparlays.net. While you're about it, we're going to give you 15% off for all of your troubles. Use promo code GIFT. That's promo code GIFT. Give yourself the holiday gift of winning. Picksandparlays.net. All right, when we come back, in case you missed any of it, I'll recap all the picks. And just a reminder, if you missed any of this show, uh, you can find replays on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on the Believe Podcast Network. I'll be right back after this. Thanks for staying with us here on Picks and Parlays. This took Menistan Neutrality Day, December the 12th. Hope you're enjoying it. We're going to make it even better for you. Your Turkmenistan neutrality celebrations will be all the better with some winners in your portfolio. We've had on three of our expert handi handicappers, Craig Trapp, Chip Chirimbus, and Joe Duffy. Here were their picks for you. We started off with Craig doing some college basketball. Iowa at Iowa State. We said take Iowa plus four. 
at Austin P. Baby Groovy at West Virginia. Take Austin P. Plus 15 and a half. Chip, chicken dinner, Chirimbus gave us some NBA. 76ers at Celtics. Take the 76ers plus one and a half. And the Mavs at the Pistons. Take the over, over 220.5. And we topped it all off with Joe Duffy. Some NFL picks. Texans at Titans. Take the Titans minus three. The Colts at the Saints. Take the over 47. And the Jaguars at the Raiders. Take the Raiders minus six and a half. Seahawks at Panthers. Take the Seahawks minus six. Those were our picks. And just a reminder to you, Monday through Friday, we bring you this show, lots of picks, loads of free picks on the show. So it's good to have a pen and paper handy just in case you need it. But never fear. You can always find us on the radio, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And we do stream live throughout the day as well on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook giving you lots of picks, lots of ways to make those informed bets and pocket that money as the holiday season is right around the corner. And a final reminder, if you're looking for something to do with that piggy bank money, go buy some picks at the site. We're going to give you 15% off. Use promo code GIFT. That's G-I-F-T, promo code GIFT. That's going to wrap the show for today. We'll be back with you tomorrow. More picks, more parlays, more winning. And as always, when you do, remember to always bet, win, repeat. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.